0: Okay, this one was hard. Square Peg, a limited run podcast. Let's give this one a listen.
1: You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done. Good.
0: And now I would read the description. I would read the description, but it is very lengthy. So I'm going to do my best to paraphrase. The story goes like this. Um Square Peg is a a story of of a video producer who gets an email from a guy named Frank. And this guy named Frank is telling his story about how his eye was poked out in the military over a fight, British military. We later find out, now I'm not, this isn't a spoiler alert, this is actually in the description of the podcast before you even listen to the damn thing. This is a true story, apparently, from what the from what uh, Rob Collins is saying. So, in um, the way that it's documented, sounds pretty damn real. Um, but anyway, this guy Frank emails him his story, and Rob. within the story, you find out uh, Frank says, you know, his eye got poked out in this fight in the military. He ended up he ended up suing the British military. Well, come to find out the attacker was actually Frank's older brother in the military. And now he wanted to sue his brother. To add to the story, Frank had cancer and he wanted justice to be served. So there is a limited time to pull this off. So Rob Collins helps him do exactly that. And that's what this story is around. Now, to add the extra little twist to this, Frank actually intended to email a guy by the name of Rod, with a D, Rod Collins, who was, happened to be a blogger, okay, through this mistype, this typo, and I'm looking at my keyboard, D and B are pretty far apart, so I don't know if it's a typo or what, um, but through this typo, his story became this. It became bigger than just a blog, Or I'm reaching out to a blogger. And part of the story, which is interesting, part of the story is Rob is actually questioning, did he even, was this intentional? Is he pretending? Am I being catfish type of thing? And um, they kind of dig into that and they open up the entire story, okay? And so that's kind of it. That's the story, eight episodes. And he's just kind of documenting the whole thing. Now, keep in mind, this guy's a video producer who is now... Delved into the world of podcasting. So let's give this show a listen. I'd also like to point out, I don't know if you're going to hear it. Um, well, I can let you hear it. Check this out. This is what happens when you lose your USB-C cable. You hear that? Yeah. Okay. I'm plugged into my audio cord uh, in my roadcaster And this is the amazing quality of a gold-plated audio cord coming straight from my MacBook Pro. Um, noise like you can't imagine. And for a guy who's insane about audio, um, not good. So I've got a USB-C cable on order so that I can get a clean digital USB cable connection rather than this disgusting analog connection. I promise to do better, I promise to do better, I promise to do better. But I would be remiss if I didn't show you some of my problems uh, when I'm analyzing everybody else's shows. So when you hear that, that's the result of my kid Taking my USB C cable and losing it. Okay? All right. Rather this. All right, so here we go. We're gonna listen to part one typo. I'll give you an example. Now I listened to three or four different episodes of this show. Um, and pretty fascinating. Let's let's dig in. We're gonna listen to um, part one called typo of the Square Peg Podcast. Let's give it just one listen. If I can hit play.
1: Let me know what i can get
0: in yeah we've got karen who is our chapel attendant today so she's yep. going to go through the button system so all you'll need to do is just press that red button there and then that'll slowly fade out it Perfect. won't go stop immediately your next piece of music
1: just press the green button. And it'll start. good afternoon thank you for being here today we are gathered to remember the life Of Frank Carver. My name is Rob Collins, and Frank was my friend. For those who don't know me, I'll be saying a little more about who I am and how I got to know Frank. April 11th, 2019. I'm in a town called Scunthorpe in Northern England, officiating a funeral for the first time in my life for a man I'd only met in person a handful of times. And I'm the only one speaking. It's surreal looking at the smattering of people gathered in the funeral home. Frank's companion, Kiki, a few neighbors. So,
0: so the editing on this podcast is fantastic. Okay, I'm going to point that out. If you listen closely to how there, how he weaves um, the audio from the narration to the uh, to the story and back, uh, the story is fascinating, and it's it's just it honestly,
1: it's masterfully narrated. Frank was attempting to contact a British blogger named Rod Collins. But instead, he reached me, Rob Collins, a video producer from Richmond, Virginia. Rod's and my email addresses are off by just one fateful letter, B versus D. And Frank made the typo, I soon learned, because his vision was severely limited. And he said that was caused by his brother. And he actually used it like a dagger, and he lunged it at me. Frank told me that his older brother assaulted him when they were both soldiers in the British Army over fifty years ago. It left him okay, so one of the things that I think
0: that kind of I mean this they use this music throughout the um throughout the series and for me, just a personal opinion, far be it for me to dig into creative parts, but um I would I would look at this and think you know the music doesn't necessarily fit the story as well. I think it's a little too edgy, a little too current, but I could be wrong there. It just, that's, it doesn't seem to set the mood when you're speaking to to an older dude, a 70 year old, um, about something that happened over in British uh, or, I'm sorry, what happened over there in the UK, over there in British um, you know what I mean? It just feels a little too current. But I had no idea that it would become a little too shiny. Or so
1: bizarre. That's dope. You met me an ogre. Over the past two years, I've dealt with the British legal system. His file was either moved or is no longer held at the National Archives. We don't know why.
0: Okay. So he's opening up. This is now what you're hearing is a montage. And this isn't necessarily the the format of the show. So let
1: me skip ahead a little bit. Co-producer of this podcast. But early on, she needed some convincing.
0: To A number one be kind of like doggedly pursuing it for 50 years is one thing.
1: Well, and just to be clear, he's actually only been really pursuing
0: it. Okay. So you can see what they do is kind of the NPR, um, typical, not typical. It's the kind of the NPR type of approach, um, to interview editing. And it's fantastic. Honestly, there's a reason that it's so successful. Um, the story is interesting. The writing is second, Second and none, it's fantastically detailed, and the
1: audio quality too is great. Listen to Father it. Father wanted to keep it quiet and told Frank that John would make it up to him. Yet when Frank tried to borrow some tools from John, you could
0: almost argue this could be a "What They Did Right" episode. But there, I do have some suggestions good. for
1: it. Went through my heart like a knife. No, after what you've done to me, you're not going to lend me a couple of miserable spanners, and, a, and a, you know, I just couldn't believe what I'd heard. Well, it's pretty typical for someone who's been abused to turn to the abuser for help. And that seems to be what Frank has done. That's Amy Rose, a friend of mine. Well done on that. So let me jump to another. I'm going to jump to episode two. So I'm looking at being there for about 10 years. I've tried
0: to. So do you hear the music? It's almost got that um, uh, true crime type of feel to it. And this isn't this isn't a true crime podcast. It just doesn't, it, the, the mood of some of the music, I think the choices are kind of funky to me. It was not recorded in a standard mode. I've been sent... So I would I would address, you know, if if this wasn't a short-form podcast that wasn't already released, I would address that. And the other thing is if you listen to the narration... Uh, Rob's audio the is is they need to roll those high ends off because that the or or throw a de-esser on this thing. And you may not hear it on the final listen on my show because I master the entire thing, uh, including the person's podcast that I'm reviewing. So um, it's slightly more intense for me than it might be for you. but he I, I would suggest he he looks into dsing or or using a um component in post-production or, you know, taking the high frequencies down a little bit to kind of take that edge off.
1: I've but, lost a blinker. And, and
0: let's, let me, I'll show you what I'm talking about. Let me see here.
1: me I'm in okay. a vertical. I had someone poking around. That must be disconcerting. But as I
0: continue to poke. You hear around, those high ends? are really kind of, the kind of hard to hear or hard to
1: listen to. I do see a lot about bullying.
0: When Frank joined the army as an apprentice at the... He speaks so well, though, man. He speaks so well on the microphone. Um, That said, also, the narration, if you listen to the way he talks, he has an episode, I think it's episode five, where he talks to his wife, and he's so comfortable and, and does it so well. And I feel like, you know... Being a video producer, maybe he feels like he has to present this in a very polished way, and the pressure is on. Um, if I could add a little bit of advice here, is I think he should relax a little bit. Uh, the narration seems slightly forced, kind of, kind of contrived, and and almost trying a little too hard to be that NBR, NPR vibe. It it just it lacks authenticity. Authenticity for me as a listener. Um, And again, I just I'm I'm grabbing his straws here because it is a fantastically produced show. Um, I don't know how many people he has working on this. It's it's really well done. And I know that it's been a shit ton of work. I just I think I think that in terms of the narration, if he relaxed a little bit, it'd make it a little more approachable to listen to.
1: We had connected with Bill through an alumni group of former
0: Army apprentices, and I met But again, and grabbing his straws, man. Listen how well he's written this.
1: Five miles from Scunthorpe. Bill's now a large man with a long gray beard, wearing several military buttons on his blue blazer. We met at a restaurant, he suggested, that was accessible to the mobility scooter he uses. You see what I'm saying? Like, the
0: presentation, it's just, it sounds almost robotic. And when he talks with his wife, not even close. And just, I think it just kind of tweak it back a little
1: bit, just a little bit. Um, so, if there was any ill will, it didn't seem to be on Bill's end. Lou, I also to the next. I also think another
0: thing I want to add to this is the show title. It's a clever metaphor. Don't get me wrong, clever metaphor. But coming in as a brand new listener who's never heard of this show and seeing like four, five, five, six paragraphs or six lines of text for the description. Um, I actually found it hard to understand what the show was about by trying to read through that. Cause it was just too much to like, it was a wall of text. Uh Oh, I said, like, it was a wall of text um, in the picture, the, the artwork, it, none of the, none of the title or the artwork, the podcast artwork lend themselves to anything around what the story's about. It's a clever metaphor, however. Um, and you, and you start to see why, or what square peg means and what the artwork means once you start digging into the show um i think i think the other piece that i do love about this show is as he's doing the investigation you can hear him questioning with his wife and others questioning like um the reality of all this is this is it am i being am i being faked out here am i being Am I getting hoodwinked by this entire story? Is it all fake? I'm questioning myself, should I keep doing this? You're hearing his wife saying, I'm questioning you. You know, And to, hear, to take you on that journey, I think it's kind of genius.
1: I ask Bill about Frank being abused and bullied. Lou slept in the next bed to mine, to be, I don't know, uh, 11, 12 o'clock on a night. Suddenly you could hear people talking, the doors opened.
0: And there's a, there's a, there's a vibe here that I love that, like, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but the fact that they met at what sounds like a pub or a restaurant and you can hear the people in the background, stuff like that. And maybe this stems from the guy being just a, 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 a video producer. So he knows how to storytell and he gets adding, um, uh, you know, allowing that ambience to kind of dig in a little bit or to, to, to show itself in the audio, uh, I feel like I'm part of the story. I feel like I'm there at the table with them. And a lot of people don't do that. Take down
1: to the guard room. Spent the night in protective
0: custody. You know, he could have done this over the phone. I asked Bill if he knew why this happened.
1: Oh, they, they said, oh, this is Carver's brother here.
0: So... And keep in mind and keep in mind when he jumps in and has those little cuts, we've talked about this on previous shows before, when he jump in, when he jumps in, he's keeping the story succinct. He's keeping you engaged by letting you know what's next, what's next, what's next. Here's what we're talking about. Here's what we're going to tell you. Here's what we told you, or here's what, and then they tell you. And then here's what we told you type of thing. Um, Subordinates. Yeah. And then those, and again, I want to list, I want to, point out the music gotcha. uh the way that he works the music and weaves it through even though maybe personally i may not agree with some of the choices creatively in terms of the music i think that the the functionally the way that he's using it and um demonstrating how to navigate the mood of the story with the music is well done <laughs>
1: So to be clear, Bill did not witness John behaving badly. Bill had never met John, but he did see older apprentices abusing Frank because Frank was John's brother. As I'd like to see what
0: else uh, Rob's doing out there. I'm sure after this experience, he's, it looks like he's getting some good feedback um, on iTunes. I would love to see what he plans for the future, for future podcasts. I think this was for, I think, I think this is my first foray into a, into a short form show, a limited release show. The, oh, one more thing, too, I wanted to add. He dropped everything on April 8th, the entire series. Boom, boom. And I think, I think he would have done himself. He did himself a little bit of a disservice in just dropping it all at once. I don't think there's, I think there's more value by limiting that release. You know, I I, I could be wrong, though. You know, we could look at the Netflix model and analyze that all day. I could be wrong. Um, But then again, Netflix doesn't necessarily drop full series all at once. Sometimes they limited release them, you know, episode by episode. I don't know if they do that anymore, actually. So that's a that's that's up for debate. I don't know if anybody has any metrics around that. Personally, I would try to open it up and do a release, 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 release to kind of build it up because you can kind of stretch that out. But maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, I'm giving this one a 7.3. I think this show is fantastic. I want to see what else Rob is doing out there. I can't wait to see what other shows he ends up producing. I hope he doesn't give up on podcasting, even though he's a video producer. I think he's fantastic. And I hope his team is proud of the work they've done. They've done a shit ton. Every episode full of surprises. Every episode well-produced. Every episode fantastically narrated. Great job. I'm going to drop you guys a five-star over on iTunes. And uh, definitely going to subscribe. Not that I have to subscribe because I could just download all the episodes. There is no uh, future coming for it. But best of luck. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Happy Friday. Oops. Well, I could just click that again. I could click that button again. Calling attention to my mistakes. All right, guys, we'll we'll talk to you on Monday.